Hi everyone, you're now listening to episode 64 of the Tilt and To The Podcast, hosted by me, Tabreeze. And me, Faisal. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode, another instalment of the Tilt and To The Podcast. How are we doing, Faze? Doing well, doing well, trying to keep myself together, slowly melting. Yeah, I think that's the theme of the whole week, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, luckily it's cooled down a bit today. Everyone's rejoicing, I'm sure. Yeah, recording this on Monday, yeah. It is still very hot. It is. It is horrible. And a recommendation from me is never sit topless or even with shorts on a hot day on a leather yeah, yeah, worse idea. chair. Never, never even... Because if, if I stand up, I'm convinced idea. you can hear it. See if the mic can pick this up. I mean, if the mic can't, if pick the that mic up, can't I, pick that I, I up, picked it up, so mate, it sounds like I'm velcroed to the seat. It feels like I'm one with the cowhide. Lovely. But we move. We it is. Move. I'm we currently move. topless right now. If anyone wants to know, and it is, it is not cute. It is very uncomfortable. Mm. Mm. The things we do for uh, content, for content, and just to say, cool. But yeah, exactly. it's bloody hot. When was the last time you slept under your duvet? Oh yeah, like the last whole the whole last week. Oh, I was gonna probably. Yeah, I was gonna say when was the last time you slept under your duvet? Oh, I actually slept under it. Yeah, like a week ago. Man, mine was before we went away on holiday, probably. Probably four weeks fair. ago, man. To be yeah, fair. mental. And you, I can't even sleep with the windows open because I'm worried. Once I wake, once I open them windows, you wake up and the whole jungle's moved in. Oh yeah, yeah. We had a tarantula in the hallway last night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and the rest, mate. And, and the, rest. the rest that somehow finds a way into this house. But that pretty much sums it up. Hot, hot, hot. If I had to put it into yeah. one word, it would be heat. And I'm trying to think if we actually anything stuck out this uh, this week of activities. Obviously, we had we had the Blues game to look forward to on Saturday. Saturday, we had the... Weren't also. in attendance, but got no. to see the boys on Sky Sports. I know, and when Blues are on Sky Sports, it is always a time to rejoice. It even is. Even though we'll get also on to what luck. the game... Yeah, I know. It does feel like we we hardly ever win when we're on bloody Sky Sports. But we're going to get on to the game a little bit later on in the episode, so definitely stay tuned. For sure, It for sure. is... Uh, hmm, if you listen to episode 63, we're definitely uh, singing a different tune. Yeah, it's a reality tune. And we have I mean. definitely, or I have definitely been humbled. But again, we'll get on to that. Uh, we also saw Blues take on Norwich away from home yep. midweek um, in the Carling Cup. And if you didn't know, that didn't end too well. Although, look at Norwich. Uh, we put a, you know, a young team out. And to take it to penalties, we were 2-0 down. To bring it back to 2-2 and even take it to penalties... Fair play to the boys, I have to say. Yep. Hats off to you, lads. But uh, again, we will touch on that a little bit later. Before we get on to our customary blues news, bringing you up to date with everything that's going on around the club, let's quickly get the social media plug out of the way so we can get into the juice. Make sure you check us out on Instagram, at the Tilton 2 Yep. Twitter, Facebook, at The Tilton 2. And as always, check out the YouTube channel, yep. The Tilton 2. Like, comment, share, subscribe. New content. 
around the corner now. around the corner yeah we're gonna do a recap of uh of how we started off the season so yeah. definitely stay tuned for that one yeah at the minute if we continue the way we are it's going to be a lot of ups and downs in that video so as always as always yeah but check us out on socials to find out and a new backdrop as well for the videos well, we hope, yeah. We hope. Yeah, uh, it and it shouldn't out. break either this time, as you know, live recording. Out. So that'll be a nice, uh, a welcome. Anyway, yeah, yeah, exactly. A big upgrade. A big upgrade. I was going to say something, but I bloody forgot. That's not so good. Not Just so plug good. the YouTube again then. There you go. <laughs> like, share, comment, subscribe. But yeah, I was going to say, yeah, make sure you check us out on our socials. We try to keep update, well, keep it all updated as much as we physically can. Check us out there. Keep up to date with what we're doing. On the games now, we're going to try and make a conscious effort to give you at least a half-time breakdown. We, oh, did, yeah, it on, we did it on, what was it, the last game we went to, yeah. last home game. Uh, feedback we got was pretty good. And if you couldn't already tell, I think we're probably incriminating ourselves a little bit, or I'm going to incriminate ourselves. We looked a little bit worse for wear, didn't we, son? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we looked a little bit worse for wear, yeah. I'm we looked sure. like it was a Friday night. Arguably, tomorrow might be even worse. So, if you thought we it could well be, it could well uh, be. Yeah. If the words start slurring, yeah, we can't be blamed. Just know we're having a good time. We're having a good time. We're having a good time, and it can be two things. Maybe the Blues are doing amazing, or we're drowning our sorrows. So, yeah, the only place you're going to see that is on Instagram. So check it out. Okay. Well, let's not waste any more time, sir. Straight into Blues news. Right, let's get the first bit out of the way. One bit I want to talk about, Ryan Woods' face. Yeah. Ryan Woods, we literally heard about this the morning of the Cardiff game, wasn't yep. it? So Saturday morning. So he wasn't included, didn't yep. travel with the club. And I think before the, even the ti- the, the even before the team sheet came out, we saw or we heard rumours of him you know, not being included. And it was Hull, yep. apparently a medical um, at Hull City. But since then, very quiet. Yeah, it is yeah, only no, Monday. Let's say no. But but to be fair, I was expecting it to be quite. I was expecting um, it to be done on like Monday. I, I, yeah. I thought so, considering you know he's doing a medical on the Saturday. Yeah. You'd think right, the deal be signed, done, whatever. At least today, Monday. Yeah. But no, nothing there. But I think that is all. Yeah, but it's done. all but done. I mean, it's even Eustace in the post-match. Interview and even pre-match interview asked about Ryan Woods and he said said it himself. Um, you know he's in talks with another team, so he's not available. But what yeah. is quite telling is I couldn't really get a read whether it was something. Well, my read on it is I don't think he necessarily has said yeah let's sell Ryan Woods. I think the way he was talking about it was kind of like well it is just, it is what it is, and we move forward. I don't yeah. think it was you know. Could it be you know, the commercial side have said, look, we've got this amazing offer or an offer that we're not going to get again for this player and it could mean that we can bring someone else in. So Yeah, well, I mean, I'd hope so. I'd hope there's a, uh, you know, an, an idea behind it. But either way, yeah, I mean, it's a weird one because just where we sit in the Tilton, mm. I've heard some interesting opinions on Ryan Woods sometimes agree with it because there's definitely been spells where, you know, he started a few games, particularly last season, and didn't look the best. Yeah. Looked more impactful coming off the bench. But either way, I mean, I've always thought he's a pretty 
solid player for us or just reliable in the middle. Very good at just, you know, sitting back, distributing the ball. And I think we saw it a lot at the start of this season. Yeah, particularly Huddersfield. Yeah, I think we saw it a lot. Or at least us two picked <coughs> up on it. Um, because when Woods play as well, <coughs> I think both of us enjoy it. 100%. He gives us what we need. Yeah, exactly. And He's the best passer in our team. Yeah. And I mean, without I think doubt. without, you know, obviously we'll go into Cardiff more, but I think we definitely noticed a little bit of a lack of distribution or, yeah. or spreading the ball quicker, mm-hmm. which definitely impacted us, I think. So, yeah, I think overall, I'm not happy about it, but at the same time, I mean, I think it's a natural thing that we're going to see happening in terms of, you know, if a player like him gets approached, I, I think it's only natural that he's going to be interested in it and potentially want to move. And I think that's what's happened. I agree. I don't think it's something that he's been pushed out of the door, but I think maybe Hall's come along, had interest, and Ryan Woods has kind of jumped on it. Mm, I, I think I think he could have been pushed out of the door, to be honest. Yeah, I, think, I think, again, I don't think it's something that Eustace is, is pushing for from what, you know, reading between the lines and his body language and all of that in the interview. I think it probably is a commercial thing. We know full well, we said it last week, that the club want to reduce the wage bill. They obviously are massively going for a younger average age for the squad. Yeah, And I think that's what's probably happened. I think it's probably the commercial team have seen this offers come in. It's probably too good to miss in terms of, remember who Ryan Woods is now. He's a player who, you know, in the footballing world, is more of a senior player now. Um... And yeah, I think they are trying to inject a lot of youth in that midfield. You've seen it in the last two games. Cardiff and Norwich, we saw, you know, the three in the midfield, all young lads from the academy. Yeah. So, I well, think, no, I mean, I think that's to, more what it is. You have to balance it with a bit of experience. I'd rather see, 100%, I'd yeah, rather see 100%. other players go first yeah, 100%. Than, than Ron Woods, you know. But I think but it's down the lines of, yeah, we're trying to trim the wage bill and bring the average age down. I'm interested to see what, you know, hopefully there's a figure. Obviously, Ryan Woods came in on a free for us, so any yeah. kind of cash fee will be profit for us. Um, and I'm sure, as he's on a free, we probably offered him fairly high wages. So again, it frees up yeah, that I mean, wage it all cap. Depends, yeah, if he's so got a high wage, we'll see. Yeah, but we have always said sense. we've always been fans of Ryan Woods. One thing is sometimes when he plays, you know, he drops his head and he goes yeah. kind of missing in the game. So when he's on it. He's fantastic. His distribution, like I said, is the best in our team by far. And Opens up a lot. Definitely. And one of the things that we noticed, I think more so last season, this season he's been starting, but last season for sure, how impactful he was off the bench. You'd see, you know, the game would be very narrow or we couldn't really penetrate. Woods would come on, sit really deep, pick the ball up from the defenders and just spray it. And then our wingers could just bomb on, get balls into the box. And I think that's something that, you know, we could potentially miss. But I look at players like Ryan Sturk, who again hasn't really given been given much time this season so far. Again, the season's really early. But I do think he's a player that's similar to, to Woods. And I think potentially, you know, I'd like to see more of him. Mm. Um so yeah, the fact that even blues and we're gonna touch on it now, uh again still active in the transfer window. For me, he's promising. Yeah, I don't think it's such a bad move, but we'll see. We'll see when this win. Well, this yeah, one I mean, let's concludes. pick it up. Let's pick it up a bit with what what's next. Well, we've been linked with it before, and I think we said it. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think we even said it 
in last week's episode or yeah. maybe the week before about Hannibal. Uh, let me don't, let me try not no. to butcher this last name, right? Uh, Medjbury, right? Yeah. A, ma- a play with massive hype around him for the last maybe year, two years. Uh, 19-year-old, centre-attacking mid, again from Man United. Like I said, links before, but right now, today, it's pretty much been all around social media that we're close to a deal getting done. done. And again, if you fall into hype and you believe in the hype, this looks like an, uh, an, uh, you know, to be fair, look at the business we've done between Man United. Another great bit of business for us. You know, the likes of Millwall, Middlesbrough, West Brom, Burnley are interested in, and yet Birmingham City throwing their weight in and look like we've steal the deal from all of them. Throw your gardener. Man, this is the thing, isn't it? We literally said it today when we heard it. It just demonstrates that Craig Gardner must have an amazing relationship with, you know, the people at Manchester United, Darren Fletcher's teammate uh, um, at um, at Sunderland. And I think he's... Uh, Hannibal's coach at United so again same with Chong yeah we saw same with Teddy Mengi so again Craig Garner pulling strings and I think this one again it's hard because we don't really have much let's say senior competitive football to go on yeah yeah when it comes to Hannibal because like I said 19 I think he came up through Monaco's academy he's made He's made pre-season uh, appearances for United, but if you look at actual uh, competitive football for Man United, I think he's or league football. Sorry, I think he's only made one appearance away at Wolves. Mm. Um, so again, you kind of just for me anyway. It's off hype. It's yeah, off under twenty three videos all, and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's all just words. Of exactly his potential. Exactly, but he's which, a player on yeah. everyone. Well, yeah, most yeah, people's yeah. lips. People know about him, and for years, to be fair. Yeah, massively. I remember. I mean, I I, I know <laughs> we bring up gaming quite quite often with players like this, but well, it's always very accurate, isn't it? That's a good. I thing mean, with about some it. players, it has been though. <laughs> yeah, with some players, it has been, particularly football manager. Tip of the hat. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think like with Tahith Chong, where it's all been sort of his, his potential and stuff. Hannibal Medjbury. Wow, first time. Jeez. Yeah, he he is someone who, I mean, he's been touted as a wonder kid for a yeah, while now. Definitely. It'll be interesting. I mean, if we do sign him, I'm really interested to see how he plays, particularly in the championship. But yeah, I think I yeah. think there could be a bright spark there. I want to see as well, because again, he's a cam, or traditionally a cam. And if you look at the way... We lined up. Let's take um, let's take Huddersfield for example. You could see Bakuna was kind of sitting in that camp position, whereas last season I think we saw Bakuna seeing a little bit deeper. I think Bakuna's done well in that camp position. He can definitely play there. But if Hannibal comes in, where does that move Bakuna? He's obviously going to be starting Bakuna, is yep. but does that going to mean that Bakuna's going to go back into that more? Because I do when I see him sitting a little bit deeper not in that, like let's say, cam or more advanced midfield role. I think it's a bit more of a cage position, whereas you've seen this season, and even in pre-season, it's almost like he's got free roam now. Yeah, he does. You know, um, so again, we're going to see, you know, potentially, this is all if, you know, Hannibal if comes, happens, but yeah. 
it'll be something I want to see and how the dynamics work. I mean, he's another player like Chong who's yeah. got to come in and prove himself for Massively. his own career. He's got something so, huge to prove, yeah. You know, blues aside, he's going to come in and want to perform. He has to. He has and to. remember, it's his first competitive uh, yeah, exactly. loan. So, you know, and they're going to want... Yeah. They're going to want, you know, we're going to see a lot of him regardless because United wouldn't loan a player of that status. No. And w- not let him without play. Get, without getting minutes. Yeah, That's yeah, going to be a condition. Of course. You know, I can imagine there'll be fine financial penalties fair, on that loan deal if we don't give him X amount of minutes. And to be fair, you know, already this this final season, even though depth isn't a strong suit for us, mm. Eustace is very willing to play the young lads. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't Definitely. think it'll be an issue of getting him in the squad. No. But yeah, let's watch this space. Hopefully, something will be done this week yeah, on I'm this move because it, be. it looks like it's way, all it's coming to a head. Yeah. yeah, so watch this space. I think if we can pull this one off, an amazing deal, really. Talking about midfielders quickly, uh, I won't name names, but we do have a very uh, uh, a source very close to our hearts. We call him uh, Sherlock Holmes. He sent yeah, us in something exactly. a little bit earlier, which is something that, until he brought it to our attention, I didn't really see. But no, apparently no. today, we had a bid rejected uh, from Brighton for midfielder Stephen Alzat or Alzate. I'm not sure how you say it. I'm not doing very well with names here, but that one is interesting on a on a few uh, fronts. Uh, I know the player. I think the player's. A good player we've seen him play in the um, in the Premier League. The fact that we can even put in a bid as a permanent signing for me and not looking in the low market or a free agent is a positive. Yeah. Um. Obviously, it's been rejected, but I like that. I like that player as well. I think that's something. Again, speculative. It hasn't been reported on a number of news forums, but we have seen it now. Interesting to see if it comes, see if it happens, but it is good that we do notice that that midfield, you know, we've got bodies in midfield, we do. But it's not, you know, it's young lads. And to throw all of those young lads in that team and expect them or put the weight on all of their shoulders is not fair. No. Especially in the state the club is. Um, so yeah, let's see where this goes. But apparently, we've had a bid rejected today. So, again, us coming in for permanent moves. Let's go. Right, another bit of, I guess, good news before we get on to the uh, the tr- the well, the rubbish game that we saw on the weekend. Mm. The academy again, we saw that we got was it category one? We got category one taken away from us, yeah. this, well, at the end of last season. Um, and now today we've heard that we topped the, is it the EFL? Yeah, the Academy, the EFL Academy Productivity Rankings. Birmingham City ranked one, well, ranked one. We ranked first. And that is just a tip of the hat to just all of the amazing talent that we have produced. Oh, yeah. And I think it's so easy to forget the players that we've brought through. You know, it, it's so easy. The names, the the quality we have, you know, it's almost put us on the map. Yeah, Again, yeah, Jude has. has definitely has. put us on the map. It's kept us but relevant. Just look at even this season. You know, the names that we've got coming through now, players who genuinely 
deserve a place in the team. I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to talk too early, but I'm going to talk about it in the Cardiff game. Some yeah, of the lads yeah, that came some, on, some, some of the lads that started, players already looking really good. And these are the young lads, and these aren't even necessarily yet the big names. No, we're not even talking about Nathan, the Nathan Redmonds. We're not talking about Damari Grays. We're not talking about Jude. Uh, Jude you know, yeah. So. Yeah, amazing news, really. And it is just nice to see, isn't it, that Blues... And I think for us, a club like us, it's going to be so important that we continue to do that. Yeah, I mean, it's always been a point of pride, really, for us as a club, I think, is, you know, the way we have brought talent through. Huge, huge. So, yeah, I mean, everyone was gutted about the Category 1 stuff, but, yeah, let's hope we're pushing on. Long might continue. You sound very upbeat and full of energy. Oh, Bloody no. hell. It's because of, of the topic we've got to talk about wow. next. Wow. Okay, bring it up. Bring the levels up, mate. I mean, I don't know whether to bring it up or not. I mean, it's not the worst news, but well, it's just you, revolving around a takeover. Go on then. Take us away on the takeover. This is the juice everyone wants so, to hear. Yeah, I mean, let me just, just so I, I don't butcher the name, let me... Uh, oh, the names. What is this today with all the names? But yeah, so obviously we've seen like circulations about the takeover. I mean, we've been trying to pry out any news that we can since obviously Richardson and Lopez have looked like they're closing in on a deal. It's been pretty silent, but yeah, there's been the Football League are obviously very, what's the word, tightly looking at the deals. Um, and yeah, we're getting investigated. One of the... Uh, shareholders is getting investigated. A Cambodian shareholder by the name of <laughs> this is what I'm waiting for. Drum Wang roll, please. Yao Hui. Oh right, right, Mr. Hui. Yeah, basically. Hui. And um, yeah, he's got a controlling interest, obviously, in the club. And I guess he's been investigated for obviously where his funds are coming from. Understandably so, kind of. I think the EFL yeah. obviously are going to be looking at Blues particularly closely because of, obviously, all the stuff that's happened yeah. previously and, obviously, with this new takeover. I mean, Lawrence Pazzini probably didn't help. He yeah, blowing exactly. Blowing up the whole spot. Blow, literally even blowing just, up the Even whole just spot. putting it on the radar that Boom City getting taken over. I know, I know. By yeah. idiots. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, in the good news, doesn't impact Richardson or Lopez immediately in terms of their takeover doesn't really have an effect on them they can still take over the club whatever it doesn't really affect the EFL's look into them but apparently there can be repercussions once they've taken over the club if there are sort of wrongdoings from Wang Yaohui <laughs> it can come back to bite them in the arse basically whether that's financially or I don't know whether it could be a point deduction or whatever but it just says repercussions could be paid for by Lopez and Richardson, obviously, if something is found in the future to be wrong with it. So, yeah, not the best bump news. in the road, Exactly, not the best news, but at least it is reassuring that it doesn't really... It doesn't derail the deal. Yeah, it doesn't really derail the deal. I mean, to be fair, I did think that this would be over sooner. I think by the middle of next month, I might be wrong, but the exclusivity goes again. Yeah, well, I'm hoping the deal will be done. I I know, fingers crossed. We haven't seen any issues other than this, but again, it's reassuring to know that it doesn't directly impact the deal going through. By the looks of it, it is just a matter of checking the funds and and that sort of thing for uh, 
Richardson and Lopez. I think we gave an update, was it last week or the week before, about the funds have already been provided. So, yeah. yeah. And we saw Richardson and Lopez both in attendance. Yeah, um, at the Cardiff game. At the Cardiff game. So, yeah. Again, watch this space. As soon as we hear more, we'll let you, you know, we'll let you know and give you uh, our opinions. Right. Kind of wrapping up Blues news and kind of going into our recent performances. We obviously had Norwich in the Carling Cup. For anyone who doesn't know, that meant that we crashed out. We had, well, we went into penalties and we lost was it 4-2 four four on penalties yeah, yeah. Um, Robbo Robbo picked up an injury I think he came off on the 53rd minute um, why am I getting my lines all mixed up mate sorry Robbo came and was injured on the Cardiff game yeah. that's it so he potentially isn't available for um Watford tomorrow, which yeah, is a big, yeah. big loss. It is. Huge it is. loss. Who's going to be filling in in that third centre-back position, let's say. And this is the thing that we mentioned last week, wasn't it? Um, the team looks good on paper. Looks good, you know, when we saw them against Huddersfield. But if one of those players drops out, the players that fill in, I think there's a big gap. Yeah, yeah, of course there is, especially defensively. But, um, yeah, I mean, we'll see. It didn't... I don't know whether it was the heat or what. I mean, obviously, we saw Robbo go off. But yeah. Yeah, I guess we'll just have to see. Have to see the line-up tomorrow and go from there. I, I, don't, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't start. Well, he's not. Apparently, he's no, he massive, massive doubt for okay. tomorrow. So, I think that's going to be a huge yeah, yeah, loss. Obviously, Nico huge. Gordon, I think. Yeah, he'd probably be the first. We don't have see. any... Well, he's injured. Oh, damn. He's injured. Yeah. So... Um, George Friend we saw get some minutes yeah, I mean yeah. very few minutes but could he come into that centre back position in between Trusty and Sanderson who knows but you know could we even see Harley Dean come back for a right. game let's say so we'll see we'll see but that's a bit unfortunate even Jordan Graham we saw didn't go uh, wasn't available for the Cardiff game will he be ready will he be fit for tomorrow What uh, you know at home to Watford don't know question mark over that as well so I think as well the latest Gardner and Bielik are still not fully fit mm. so we won't be seeing them featuring uh, in tomorrow's game definitely not so yeah let's see let's see how the team lines up tomorrow uh, maybe you know will it mean that we see a formation change I've been wanting to see a formation oh, no, change for the longest it. time and yeah, even that, under that formation is even the Eustace we've got the same um, yeah the same idea three five two. so we shall see but yeah coming back to my original point which derailed me on the, the Mark Roberts point Norwich Norwich in the Carling Cup we went out I think going into that game, I was thinking we were gonna get we were gonna get beat anyway, and it's yeah. a cup. wasn't wasn't too worried about it. No, we, we saw Onel Hernandez return. Exactly, exactly. I mean, their their side was. I was, I thought their side would be weak. Both sides were pretty weak, to be fair. They were. They were. They still Relatively had some young from both sides. Yeah, they still. I mean, they subbed on a lot of their good players yeah. towards the end. Yeah, I mean, points for us, and we'll. You know, kind of builds onto the Cardiff game. You know, we did see a lot of players get minutes. 
So if we go through the starting eleven uh, at Norwich, Effridge in goal, the back three was Colin, Roberts and Trusty. Uh, Wing-backs, we had Jordan Graham and uh, Josh Williams. In the middle, uh, Jordan James, Alfie Chang, uh, Joby Bellingham. Up top, Juki and Jonathan Lecco. Huge shout-out to Jonathan Lecco for getting that first goal. And what a great goal, to be fair. Have to give it to him. Hats off to to the lad. surely. Yeah, we saw some... Well, there were some good goals in that game, to be fair. Their second... Norwich's second goal... Literally came a minute, didn't it? Or 30 seconds or something ridiculous after their first goal, right at the end of the first half. And what a peach that was. Um, And then, yeah, towards the end of the game, we came back, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty Lucky much goal, an after. own goal, 79th minute, but... And then you're thinking it's anyone's game. Yeah, yeah. And for me, like I said, it's a game where I was thinking I don't really care about it. But I did mention last week. I was like, I wanted just to keep momentum, keep a well, good performance. Well, I mean, once we once we got back into the game, yeah, I was all for it. Yeah, and with a young midfield like that, again, the point you make is to not get dominated, not get overrun, not get overturned in midfield. And I think all the lads did really well. Jordan James, I keep singing his praises. Bellingham looks good, mm. but Alfie Chang, and I'm going to talk about it more. Yeah, you know, when, when we come on to the Cardiff game, but Alfie Chang looks really good, in my opinion. So, a lot of positives, really, there. Some poor penalties, Jonathan Lecker yeah, being one of them. particularly Jonathan and Lecker. And Etheridge getting penenkered. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. Sad. And it was just, the way it happened was even more Ugh. meme-worthy. And, I mean, even there, I don't want to bring, like, a sour note to, to it all, but... Even with the two goals, could Effridge have done better? You know, I know the second the first one, goal. Yeah, I mean, just get to, just look at the first one first. I mean, again, we always talk about him not being commanding, not coming for crosses. Okay, I think it took a deflection and loop, mm. but could he have come out? Could he have been more commanding? You know, the header was right in front of him, basically. If he come out, potentially, maybe I'm being a bit harsh, but he's something I always notice and look at when it comes to Effridge. Yep. You know, how you he is to. with especially comparing him with last season we saw Sarkic. This season we're seeing John Ruddy. Sir John Ruddy, sorry. I know, exactly. Make sure you say his full Sir name. Sir John Ruddy, sorry. My apologies. Um, and then the second goal, just rooted rooted to the spot. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. rooted yeah. to the spot. That was um, the main thing. I mean, it was a great strike. It was, but it was a good strike, but it wasn't in top bins. Yeah, it, exactly. wasn't, it wasn't... A little movement yeah. wouldn't go. It was good. Uh, yeah, it was a great goal. It was a great goal. Maybe I'm not I'm not salty at all. I mean, in terms of Birmingham City, though, that was a disappointing thing. I think even after we got the loss, just seeing, seeing first of all, having the thrill of Lecco actually scoring, I was thinking, yeah. oh, bloody hell, like, how, was, how was this goal scored then? It turned out to be an actual good, well-worked goal really from good. him. Well, he picked it up, took yeah, it off the player in halfway, the halfway line. Yeah, he carried it and, and slotted it away. But then to see the penalty, I mean, it kind of goes back to a criticism I've always had which is him just looking like he can hang his head or be lazy at mm. times and I mean it was a very very lazy penalty yeah it wasn't even in a corner no it wasn't no in a corner power. and the main it thing was, was yeah just no power at least blast it yeah you might but as well hopefully he's got a lot of confidence from that because it was yeah. a good goal he got from open play did it in all himself it was pretty much out of nothing he's done yeah. it all himself so 
Hats off to Leko. As much as anyone, I want to see Leko succeed. So maybe he's turned the page. We will see. I know, we time will, will turn on but, that. Yeah. Right, on to the Cardiff game. Again, I wanted to see it Norwich a decent performance. I think we did get that, to be fair. We carried on the momentum from the Huddersfield game, that beautiful performance against Huddersfield. So I'm thinking, again, Cardiff away from home, on Sky, we couldn't get there, so perfect. We were looking forward to it all week, pretty much, weren't yeah, we? Yeah. Thinking this is going to be brilliant, early kickoff, go out after, blah, blah, blah. Funnily enough, though, did say the night before, kind yeah. of as a pre-warning, this could be us getting humbled tomorrow. Yeah, and that's the beauty or maybe the sadness of being a Blues fan. You yeah. always know that humble pie is around the corner. Yeah. And yeah, this was a big one, especially for me. I was cracking jokes again about getting the promotion bus. Even some of you, the listeners, messaging into us about the promotion bus. You know we love a promotion bus. And yeah, wow, just sitting there embarrassed. Yeah, I mean, that and, performance. And, and pretty much from the get-go. Man, man, absolutely from the get-go. It was a shocking performance. Yeah. We made Cardiff look yeah, so yeah. good. Look like a Prem side again. So us. good. We were terrible. And the worst thing is, is like, again, we said it last week, Against Huddersfield, we looked drilled. We looked in charge. We looked like every player on the pitch had a role, knew what that role was, and they executed it. We were all singing off the same hymn sheet. It was like a pendulum watching the team moving from left to right. It was brilliant. No, it was though, man. <laughs> I know, it's it just was. so funny hearing this. Okay, it is, because you're talking about Birmingham City. I know, exactly. But, it, in my opinion, that was a fantastic yeah. and the best performance I've seen us play at home for a very, very long time. Again, I was expecting... Maybe not as good a performance, right? Potentially, but bloody hell, a good performance. Oh yeah, and I and thought we would was... bag the win. To be honest, and after after what we saw against Huddersfield, I thought I did think we would bag the win. In short, it was crap. Yeah. Right, let's start with the match stats before we go through the lineup. Match stats again. Let this just be a picture yeah. of the game. Shots. This ain't shots on target. This is just yeah. shots. They had sixteen. We had four. Now let's get onto the <coughs> shots on target. Of their 16, they got seven on target. I know, of our high four, ratio. Of our four, we got zero. Yep. Possession, 58% to Cardiff. We got 42%. I never really look at possession too much with Blues because, again, know, even yeah. at Huddersfield, they we had more possession, nailed. but we absolutely destroyed yeah, dominated them. The so, whatever. That says it all. That says it all. If we look at the lineups, let's look how we lined up. Right, Ruddy in goal, back three, trusty Robert Sanderson, wing-backs, Placetta, Colin, in the midfield, we saw Jordan James, Alfie Chang came in, and Bakuna, yep. and up top, Deeney, Hogan. Yeah, it was just Chang for Woods, wasn't it? That yeah, was exactly, difference. exactly. He was the lad that was picked, it could have been him or Joby, Alfie got it, Yeah, and I have to say, he massively, well, massively yeah. impressed me. We said it. It's never a good sign when you say that the best player is your goalkeeper. And Sir John Ruddy, Sir Keeps John Ruddy, himself each game. proved that, yeah, he absolutely kept us in the game. Yeah. Absolutely kept us in the game. 1-0 is, is all because of him. Yeah, it should have been 3-0. 
If it yeah. was any other keeper, it should have been three. I mean, there was Absolutely. two clinical saves, really, which yep. were just from his calf. Mm-hmm. You know, another keeper lets them in. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah, yeah. Three, Let alone all the other chances that they had, but... Yeah, commanding. Again, yeah. what I love, I keep going on like a broken record, but high balls, crosses, corners, he comes out, commands. You can see him screaming at all the players. It's brilliant. Yep. But what I hated, hated in this game, all that amazing work, because my eyes are fixed at Huddersfield pretty much on the on the defence. Yep. I thought we were so the good. The exactly, the shape, the structure. We saw all of that go and you know what? Completely we saw fair. the same issues as what we saw last season. We were, we were saying teams are working us out, going, um, you know, catching in the space behind... Yeah, behind our wing-backs. Our wing-backs. Colin, Colin what was, happened? Colin was missing, yeah. What happened? But then again, I mean, the whole I think the whole defence was missing as well. Oh, yeah. You can blame the heat, you can blame whatever, yeah. but... Well, you kept saying this, didn't oh, no, you? I was and just I said, hoping it was nullifies it because both exactly. teams are going through it. Exactly. So you can't look at that because it will make an impact on Colin. 100% it makes an impact, but... I mean, the, the goal came at 17 minutes, but the writing was on the wall for pretty yeah. much the whole start of the game. They yeah, had a few yeah. balls in behind... Both our I mean, the worry backs. is, yeah, and they were even getting balls in between yeah, Trusty yeah. and Roberts yeah. and Roberts and Sanderson. That it was wasn't, It wasn't a good game for any of our no, defenders. We weren't even seeing, like I said, we weren't seeing those back three really put their mark yeah, on the game yeah. and even letting players know. Like we said, at Huddersfield, you could see they knew, like, to get past Trusty, you've got to do something. Yep. To get past Sanderson, you've got to do something. Robbo's going to win everything in the air. Here, I don't think they had that fear at all. They had, like, free roam almost. And, yeah, if you just talk about that first goal, Colin, the ball goes over. He's completely... He just, he's gone. Yeah, he's lost his map. His name is. Yeah, the Villa so-and-so. Yeah. Obviously, he, he scored against us. Completely. Completely open. Ball comes across that O'Dowder, who, who we were linked with in the, the game, summer, who killed, the killed game. us off. Yeah. Ball across the goal. Like I said, Collins looking over his shoulder, that Philo Genie. I hope that, again, bloody names on this episode. I hope that's how you say it. He's got in absolutely uncontested. Yep. Collins way behind him, yep. just watching. Just tapping. Tapping. Open goal, pretty much. And Ruddy that's the most annoying thing for it. me. It's got, you know, it's just. It's, it is pure human error from Colin. Yeah, I mean, Positioning a good, a terrible. good running behind. But again, Plachette got caught out early. Right, but yeah. That's and the then thing. Colin made the biggest mistake, which was letting that Philogene right in front of him. Yeah. Just and it didn't get goal side. Yeah, that it raises it. the problem as well. You know, again, Plachetta were playing him as a player that isn't a wing yeah. back. You know, he did well against Huddersfield, definitely. But again, I think against Cardiff, we did, we saw... No, our shortcomings. Yep. Massively. Yep. Massively. And that was, yeah. I mean, even if we just talk about Plachetta for a bit, because come from Norwich, we know he's an exciting player, played well against Huddersfield, but this game picks up the ball and you're thinking, right, go on, go for it. Like we'd see with Vanel Hernandez last season, yep. you know, that excitement. And if he can do that, it lifts the whole team up, lifts the crowd up, lifts everything. But he wasn't doing it. You could see he'd run a little bit as much as the player would let him. And then he'd cut back, pay it off. 
that danger wasn't there. That excitement mm. wasn't there. Again, whether it's a confidence thing, maybe it was because they were completely on top of us, couldn't beat his man. But you just think, you just see he was hesitant. Yeah, yeah, completely. Hesitant. Play it back or no. across and that was it. No actual taking a man on and getting the ball in. And I think that left us pretty weak or attacking. I think we rely or we or we, we want to rely on him to really drive us and yeah. be that exciting player, that, you know, that Onel Hernandez player, that mould. But actually was definitely missing uh, against Cardiff. Yeah. If we look at the midfield phase, Bakuna still played fairly well because you know if you're yeah. looking at the rest of the squad but definitely was yeah he was off was not on it you know we weren't seeing him i even noticed you know his tracking back wasn't as you know he didn't have that extra yard in him like he normally does you know you can see that farm in his belly that weren't there jordan james i think had a good performance yeah. we're gonna Again, get on to your uh was prodigy here with alfie chang yeah this is what i'm talking about alfie chang though was a standout in that midfield for me I'm not saying he's a bloody De Bruyne or Phil Foden or whatever, but... He did the simple things. Did, did the did simple well. things so Kept well. And what I love so much is he'd pick the ball up and he'd circle back round on himself. He'd have his head up looking. And again, him circling around, it's just him getting control of the ball again, turning his man and shielding the ball while he changes direction. And it's brilliant. It's brilliant to see. I don't think I saw him lose the ball. Mm-hmm. And like you said, do the simple things well. Build your confidence. You're a young lad. As more game time comes, you're going to see him pinging balls. You're going to see him running more with the balls. For me, that's an exciting thing to see that lad be able to do what he did. Man, Cardiff for a big side, physical side. And I think he did really well. For me, yeah. him and Ruddy cementing how important I think Ruddy will be this season are the two biggest positives from a well a very... A very bad performance, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, talking about doing the simple things well, we're missing some of the big moments from the game here. Go on. Namely, like you said, Bakuna didn't have the best game. I think Dini did well in terms of... I think so. I think this whole start of the season, I he's do, done yeah. well in terms of sort of filling that jukey role of just mm-hmm. being sort of a Target facilitating man, yeah. striker. Anyway, we got to the point of Scotty Hogan having the best chance in the game. Uh, in the first half. And that was because of Deeney. Deeney balling, wasn't it? Yeah. Straight through. Um, Scotty Hogan. A little link-up play between Bakuna, Deeney. Yeah, and then Deeney. Either way, Hogan's threw in on goal. Completely through. I mean, I saw it early where I mm. just knew so that he was hesitating. Yeah. He ends up just dribbling it basically into the tackle. Yeah. He didn't want it. He wants to open up on it. Well... He wanted to open up on his right, didn't yeah, he? But either way, but you into know, the tackle. You yeah, know that someone's chasing you down, is about to slide tackle you, so you should just get a shot off. Get the off shot away, regardless. Yeah. Even if it's saved, even if it goes out for a throw-in, who cares? Or move the ball away from the player. You don't go into his path. Yeah, yeah. either way, he just gave the ball up. That was it. That was the best chance of the game, really. That one-on-one could have been one-on-one. Yeah, Should have been one-on-one. 100%. I think you said at the time... If Deeney, yeah, first that's of all, the I mean, we have to put it. him having the pace for that. But, <laughs> yeah, if Deeney had that chance, arguably a goal every time. Yeah. Either way, he's getting a shot off. There's no way you're dribbling it into no. the play like that in such a... 
I wouldn't even say a tight game, but a tight game for us in terms of working with nothing yeah, attacking yeah. wise. Yeah, definitely. So either way, that was a huge blow. Pretty much our well, it was our only chance in the first half. Second half, what I found impressive, we saw Williams come on. A lad I'd never didn't really know about really. He came on, what was it, sort of like right back, was it? That was for Robbo. That's what yeah. I was talking about earlier in the episode around exactly. Robbo coming when off Robbo with a, an injury. Off. So Robbo came off, I think, like the 50th, 53rd minute and Josh Williams came on. Yeah. And, and then, I have to say, yeah, he Colin was... sort of dropped in, didn't he? Uh, I think was Colin might have got subbed off as well. Yeah, yeah. But Josh Williams was fantastic. He f- completely filled in for what Colin was lacking in this game. He was very direct you could see he was he really wanted it and again another positive of another young lad coming up and i think yeah. could do a job i mean the first 10 minutes he came on he genuinely livened it up a bit yeah massively it was it was Colin and dropped in but okay but you know yeah he did he played a lot better attacking wise than what Colin was offering the yeah, whole game yeah and had that extra yard of pace he looks yeah. lightning quick Man, I generally wouldn't be surprised if Colin takes a seat on the bench next game. I thought he was that yeah, poor. Yeah, yeah, he was terrible. He was terrible. He was, it was a you know, very poor game for him. Yeah, and especially, I love Maxine Colin. I think he's, you know, he's brilliant or has been brilliant for us. But, man, that was such a disappointing performance. As you were saying, Faze, anyway, Scotty Hogan, that miss. Yeah, Obviously, but we had the penalty this, shout. Yeah, we had the penalty shout, which again was Hogan, which was a penalty. I think it was 100% a penalty, sure. but the ref was pretty poor, I think. Even that, I think that was, I'm trying to remember if it was a ball from Colin or Williams for that, but either way, good ball in. In the box, Hogan should have been a penalty. Definitely the back of the defender's knee caught his leg, course, tripped him over. Yeah. But then, like you mentioned, I mean, kind of negated itself because yeah, they, they had a penalty shout and half, yeah. yeah it just evened up the ref didn't give that as either. soon as as soon as we saw that penalty not be given as well i knew like this is going to be an excuse yeah yeah that's what i thought and i hate that look we've got 90 minutes like the other team have to score to win the game so don't be resting yeah, on and bloody we haven't penalty even shouts. we've created one we chance nothing. we had zero shots on target exactly. so exactly. forget all of that the referee being the best ref or the worst ref get on with it yeah yeah um yeah. but man it is it's just that last bit with hogan i can't fault his running i can't fault his work right i think he gets into good positions i love that he chases the ball down but that last bit it's, it's more in than front of goal it's almost like goal. he shits his pants yeah yeah it's the poaching and stuff he's got down, but it's yeah. more the one-on-ones and the composure aspect that he lacks a bit. Yeah, you know, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but there are just definite moments we've seen where you know he's got the one-on-one chance, either doesn't shoot or exactly that he shits a brick and <laughs> completely messes <laughs> it up. Yeah, annoyingly. I mean, either way, we uh, saw we saw Juki uh, come on. We saw yeah. Who else? Um, Hall came on. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, who else? Hold on, let me look quick. Lecco came on, I remember yeah. that. I mean, again, not anything too much to report on them. No, I was, I was, was glad to see I was glad everyone. to see Juki back on the pitch and see if he could link up with Hogan a bit. Mm. Interestingly, saw a bit 
between Hogan and Juki, really, where yeah. a bit of frustration between them not linking up. I remember there was like towards the end of the game a little knock on from Juki. Oh no, a little knock on from Hogan. Juki wasn't there, and and Hogan acted as if he's always knocking the ball on, and that <laughs> Juki should have predicted it. But you know, I mean, yeah, I don't blame Juki for not being there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, a frustrating game overall. It is, yeah. And we were talking about momentum, taking momentum into the game. You know, the Huddersfield performance, to come back against Norwich. Okay, we lost overall on penalties, but come on. There's a strong performance there. And then at Cardiff, just seeing it all just fall, you know, literally everything we were hyped about, everything we thought was going right, it just again showed, well, you know, we're not there. And we've always said... Hogan is a confidence player. And that goal he got against Huddersfield, I'm thinking, man, he's firing. Yep. He's going to come into this. I said to you, if Deeney gets one, you know, if it was Deeney who had that chance, we definitely see a shot get taken away. Potentially we see a goal, right? But I'm thinking as well, you know, Hogan coming off that goal. God, have a shot. Be confident, man. You've just scored a diving, you know, like a header, almost like a diving header against Huddersfield in the first five minutes, mate. What are you nervous about? But again, you know, you just see it just oh, just dwindle away. That was yeah. the most disappointing thing about that I just game. Think, I just think, I don't know how he can't have in his own head, like, whatever happens with this shot, it's better to get the shot off. Yeah. I know. Rather than keeping get the ball and getting get, tackled get your, and that was it. You know, yeah, like, know. You've got a better chance of scoring, releasing the ball than you have keeping it and getting yeah. tackled. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly, yeah. just a really frustrating one, really. And I think even... Uh, probably not going to get many fans from this point, but even Eustace's interview at the end, I was just like, oh, like, how... Uh, I get you can't be shitting on the... Yeah, and it's early. It's early, 100%, but... You know, saying we didn't start off well, but then I think we came into it. Yeah. Where did we come into it? Yeah, I know. We Where didn't. did we come into we that game? There we didn't maybe, get going. There was maybe we were 20 minutes of like... Yeah, second half, we came yeah. out a little bit better. Yeah, definitely a little bit better. But we were terrible. Yeah, we were never actually testing their keeper. Said, I mean, as, yeah. you, as the stats well, show, shows. zero shots on target. The, t- the keeper didn't have to do anything. So yeah, it's just oh, it's just a bad day at the office, and yeah, again, supporter-wise, man, travelled in numbers as we always do, and yet to see that performance, I just feel for like everyone who, who took, yeah. you know, did the travel down. Would there, have had so. to get up at like seven in the morning. I oh, know that, that was you straight out. That was you straight out. That was me. That's I've got to get up when. Curtains, nah, chance. Curtains closed. Nah, I'm no staying chance, in. Mate. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, that's Cardiff City. And to make it even better, we have got possibly one of the strongest sides in the championship right now. Up next, tomorrow at home, a night game against Watford. Oh, damn. Oh, damn, oh, damn, oh, damn. Let's let's have a look at this then. Watford, let's have a look at their form, shall we? So they started off at Sheffield United, 1-0 win. That was their first game of the season. They drew 1-1 to Albion, and then they beat Burnley. They had 10 men, 1-0. They're coming into this. They're going to be high in confidence. They've got some great players. God, Saar. You saw Saar's goal from the halfway line yep. a week or two ago. 
as a supporter or as a football fan, I'm looking forward to it. But I can't. I'm just worried that we don't have a positive reaction from the Cardiff game and we get a butchering. Yeah, I we mean, saw, it, doesn't, it doesn't help that Robbo's out. Yeah, or it doesn't. Doubtful. It doesn't, exactly. Obviously, we've, I think the midfield is going to look exactly the same as it did. I think we're going to see Alfie Chang, Jordan Graham, yeah. and we're going to see Bakuna. Jordan James. Jordan James, sorry, Jordan James. Um, while I don't think any of them are going to let us down, it's just, again, another another game I'm going to be thinking, don't get run over in that yeah, defence, because I mean, they're we physical, need, they're a good As team. bad as it is, we need Bakuna to be on top form, 100%, especially yeah, yeah. in that midfield. Definitely. Jordan definitely. James obviously looks very good. But Alfie Chang, I think, is going to do the basics well. Yeah, they're, they're different to what... Bakuna offers and we need Bakuna that to be fair, firing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're a big side. They are yep. a very, very big physical side and they've got good ball players. Like we said, Saar is dangerous. There's a striker, Jao Pedro, with his feet, I think is brilliant. It's brilliant. I know, he's just had an offer, like, rejected, I think, for uh, Newcastle offered him something. Really? That's 30 mil 30, or 20 yeah. mil. Well, there you go. So, yeah. He might be gone for by the end of the window, but we're playing him tomorrow. So, <laughs> but let's see how that goes. I mean, then we go. To, uh, we got another home game on the weekend against Wigan. Yep. So again, for us Blues fans, we're a bit of sport for choice. Here. We've Tasty. got a few games coming up, but it's a game we got to. If we don't get something against Watford, we need to get something against against uh, Wigan for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think this week will really give us Blue Noses a better outlook of not the rest of the season necessarily, but it really will give us a taster of what's to come. Obviously, we had Huddersfield, we played really well. Cardiff was a big blow and a real realisation game. But mm. I think, yeah, Watford could be the same. But I think Wigan, we have to get a result from one of these games or at least yeah. put in a positive performance to really cement what the rest of the season could be. I mean, if we have two awful performances, season ain't looking good to me. Nah, it's not. But all. it's also probably resetting reality. Because if you ask me how our season was going to go after the Huddersfield game, I'm singing everyone's praise. I'm thinking, yeah, it's not going to be that bad. If we get to literally this Saturday and we've lost two games, it kind of sets in. You re- you remember how big a task this really was before Eustace even took the helm, even when Bowie was in position. So, I mean, just looking at Wigan, they've started off fairly well again. They started off at Preston at home, 0-0, then went away to Norwich. That was 1-1. And then their last uh, fixture, again, another draw. They've had three draws, and that last one was against Bristol City. So again, we've got to get something. They should be playing tomorrow. They should be playing co- uh, commentary, but it looks like the game's postponed. Yeah. So we're their next game. They've got a rest. And you know, if it was last season, Bowyer would have been going, well, oh, they get more of a rest. We don't get a rest, blah, blah, blah. But that's no excuse. We need to go into this game particularly. We need a massive change in performance against Watford. Regardless of the result, yeah, yeah, I want to see us give it all. And see what we gave Huddersfield. That's what I want to see. If I see that and we lose, I'm happy. A Wigan, we need to get a result. And that's it. And we need a good performance. It goes for everything. It lifts the crowd. It lifts the club. It lifts the players. And we need to see it. 
So let's get on to our predictions, players. What do you reckon is happening tomorrow and at Wigan? Watford, I reckon, is a loss. Mm-hmm. You know, even being optimistic, I think they're a strong team, arguably going straight back up. So I'm going to say 2-0 loss tomorrow. Wigan, I'm going to be optimistic. Back at home. Hopefully a better side. Hopefully playing like we should be playing. I'd say a 1-0 win oh, on Saturday. I've already thought of this, so I'm like, waxily record this, boom, boom, boom. I was going to say 2-0 loss against Watford. Same Genuinely nice. couldn't tell you what I think the performance is going to be like. Yeah, I can tell you what yeah, I hope I it's it going to be, be like, but genuinely I have no idea what tomorrow will be. I think tomorrow will be very telling mm. and it will be a massive test anyway. At, uh, home to Wigan on Saturday, I think we win 2-1. I think they'll get a goal, but I think... I think for whatever reason, yeah, again, we'll even off. if the performance is crap at Watford... That means we ain't gonna win Wigan. But well, Hallam or Medjury might get through the door tomorrow, yeah. and then we play him Saturday, and he scores two bangers. So. We know the transfer window is closing. Yeah. Obviously, at the end of the month, so hopefully things are gonna start getting more juicy. Yep, yep, yep. So uh, stay tuned to the Taunton too, Faze, I think that wraps us up, mate. Before we go, we have to again shamelessly plug the socials. Check us out on Instagram at the Tilton Two, Twitter, Facebook at the Tilton Two. Finally, the YouTube channel content coming very soon. Like, comment, share, subscribe, and yeah, I mean we've got six videos up there already. So by all means, go back through those, watch those, enjoy the content, and look forward to what's to come. Definitely. Oh, Faze, I don't even think we've recorded this. How much? <laughs> I'm only joking. <laughs> I was hoping to give me a better reaction on mic, mate. But I know, no, I know. You I didn't. Was, I, I, there was a bit if of we a had pause, camera, so. that'd have been good. If we had camera, that'd have been really good. But yeah, I, I was, I was. You thinking. know what's annoying? You must have thought that like earlier today. Like I'm gonna bring this joke. No, at not the end at of all. The podcast. I'm not gonna bring this joke in. And this is gonna be a real candid camera moment. Straight up the dome, mate. But yeah, let's not take this uh, episode on a tangent. I had, to, I, I had to jump in because I thought you were going to swear anyway. But thank you everyone for listening to the episode. Get in touch with us on our socials. Let us know what you think. Anything you find out, let us know. And yeah, let's hope for two big fixtures. Another yeah. busy week. Both games at home. Let's see how many Blues fans uh, are in attendance anyway. Yeah. But big yeah. week for the Blues. Big one. Big one. And a big performance we need to come back from uh so yeah let's see what happens again head over to our instagram tomorrow we'll be there in person giving you a little half time review of the performance fingers crossed it's a good one but until next week episode 65 keep right on right on